no! We suck again! Coming to you live over StreamYard, over YouTube, and wherever you hear your podcasts later, it's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your co-hosts. I am Steve-O at DrunkShySoxFan on Twitter. And Hot Take Tommy. So on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we are just going to complain. It's going to be, uh, we're going to try to keep it lighter, guys, because look, we don't need anything more depressing than that Sox game today. They really, they really tried to give us some life at the end, Hence, but just ended up with depression. It's for fine. those of you joining us live, you can see Khabib, or Mini Khabib, a.k.a. Hasbula, is with me in the background. All of you, all of this is brought to you by us. Make sure you go and rate, subscribe, review. Just us. It's not brought to you by Hasbula. Um, <laughs> so, give us your 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 best uh, on in the Twitter com- or in the comments here on YouTube. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter. Follow us on uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. I got all the the words wrong. Yeah, you're flipping here, them around, man. It's a, it's it's you can't all make good. A match. You can't mix. This match. is why we are everybody's favorite four star podcast. Yeah, four stars only. That's all we're asking for. for four late. stars yeah. only. If we don't even need the five stars. stars. Hey, if you think we're four stars worthy, we're four stars worthy. Let's there go. There you go. All right, Tom, tell me about your week, man, as we normally start this off with. Holy buckets, Steve. Look, I was so goddamn bored. Like, I <laughs> I was literally just working and uh, I, I'm home alone. Uh, and it's just me and Todd right now. Kichi's out in, in California. What up, Alex? Uh, hitting us in the comments. Um, I'm just home alone. So it's actually what up, Brandon Stokes? <laughs> Stokes sparkles in the comments. It's like, oh, you're going to shout us out if we say hi? Let me say hi. <laughs> um, no, but I, I'm bored as fuck. You know, I, I like, I didn't realize that it was going to be that boring being home alone with just Todd. Look, that's the thing, though. I can't go out necessarily because i got todd by the way he's talking about his dog for those of you oh yeah no i don't have a time listeners or not regular (laughs) listeners uh, he's talking about his dog that literally gets better treatment than some people's children (laughs) i think tommy cares more about his dog than billy wires cares about his children i'm kidding i love billy and he loves his kids but the thing he says about his kids I'll, uh, I'll keep that on the down low. Uh, shout out to Jordan Miller and uh, Carrie here in, in the comments. For there joining you us go. Here. See, now everybody's gotten their shout out. I appreciate that. that so, But look, look, like it, really, man, when you go from having a house that's full of people to a house that like everybody dipped on you and you just got Todd, who you, you, ha- you have to be there for the dog. You can't just dip all day, every day on him. So I was just literally straight up waiting for the weekend and then okay. the weekend you're came. literally talking about a house full of people it's literally just you your wife and the dog oh i, I guess I have you're, a sister you're right. law who sister comes in and out and, and adds entertainment value i'll say yeah, that is true uh carrie <laughs> i agree with this sentiment as well i i he says i'll be honest i'm happy i sold my tickets after seeing tommy was there today i had tickets for today as well and i could not go so because uh, I was going to be there. I get it, man. I get that's it. That's exactly I, it. I had to avoid Tommy. So, <laughs> Tommy, tell me about the game today, man. You were there. Look, it was a good time. Um, I, I tried to stay family focused. Uh, I, I was the one who kind of wrapped my whole family into coming. So I didn't want to ditch them. I was like, hey, we're going to the game in the in the family group chat. Um, so so I was like, hey, post your post uh, when you're ready to buy the tickets from me. But they're already purchased. So I, I like really got them like wrangled in for the game. And didn't want to like be like, all right, I'll see you. I'm gonna go to the 108 now. Um, <laughs> so I I did sneak away uh, in the ninth, which was by the way the wrong inning to go because I missed Leary's double. 
um, which and and Josh Harrison's hit missed that because um, I was walking to and from the 108 during those during those at bats. Uh, but I got to see you know Janice and Beef and Treasy and Alex Rude, who was nice enough to take a photo of me to to send my sentiments to you, Steve. Absolutely, a nice <laughs> a nice photo of you flipping the bird to me, and then Alex captioned it. Uh, got to see the better half of the Sons of Honarchy podcast today. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that was basically my week. I mean, I enjoyed myself at the game. I'm not going to lie. It's good to go with family. Ladies and gents, I'll tell you what. If you want to have a good time at the ballpark, even when the team is losing, go with your family. Just make sure that you get your family there. And and, and just if you, if the game sucks, look at your family and be like, hey, you know, it sucks. And if you need if you want to do friends versus family, any way you do it, don't go by yourself right now. Don't go by yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Go go with people because otherwise, Lord knows you. Or if you are going to go by yourself, which I've done before, go find yourself a seat in section 108 because most likely there will be a seat open somewhere right. if you're there by yourself and you'll be greeted by some wonderful people. Hell, look, look for us. Look for us. Exactly. Or just hit, yeah. me, hit me up because, you know, Seriously. I've already I've already been to six home games this year. Um <laughs> Tom, that was your first one, uh, yeah. but I got I got to catch Friday and Saturday this weekend. Yeah. Oh, and, and speaking of the devil right here, after I rag him for not <laughs> loving his children enough, Billy Wires, welcome to the chat, baby. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel this sentiment amongst my friends, Stokes, no Sox fans in my family. Your family is White Sox Twitter for the baseball season, Stokes. Come on, you should already know this. Um, but Friday and Saturday's games were great. Um, Friday, the White Sox looked like garbage offensively they were of they course were bad that game they were yes bad. very very bad um and lucas giving up the two bombs in the first inning didn't help but at least he settled down and he, and he looked solid outside of that we all know that lucas giolito's kryptonite is the first inning um so that left me with no worries at all yeah he um, settled right in but can't, still yeah. you, you gave up two runs and, anyway anyway i'll let you finish <laughs> yeah bo- bombs against good players too though you know so I, yeah. i'll give him i'll give him a little bit of a pass Nah, look um, if you came out of that game and you were like i'm worried about geo you you watch something else that was not exactly you be worried about him stuff He's, was still there he struck out seven hit i bet uh i had this uh special parlay uh for through fan duel for lucas giolito six plus k's and uh tim anderson hit and it was plus odds, so I had to mash the shit out of that. <laughs> Obviously, won that bet, um, but I also bet White Sox money line, which was a terrible decision. Um, hey, you lost all your money that you won. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I won like thirteen dollars that night. Um, <laughs> you can just say units. You don't have to be out here like outing yourself. It's not even a unit for I'm me. Bet- I'm betting a dollar at a time, guy. <laughs> True degeneracy. Um, yeah, you know, here's the thing. Uh, at, at least Saturday redeemed it, and even with the rain, it was an absolute blast. Yes. Um, and I got and I, I I got to hang out with college friends that that you know of, Tommy. Uh, on Friday, I got to hang out with our friend Laura, mm-hmm. um, and then our guy Jameson and his wife Ashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got vibes. to meet good got to meet some new people on Saturday. Um, shout out to Chicago Brush Lion. I uh, got to meet him in person. Uh, got to meet the man Chalsa himself he's uh i can't like i can't even remember his his actual uh display name it's like nothing but a granger in a hawk uh but a, nothing in a granger but a hawk is his display name uh it is the guy chalsa and then uh larry at i have five broats i got to meet larry too uh so good dudes they all sat in 108 i made my way over to 108 so this is the dumbest thing and actually you know what i got a quick bone to pick tom I got a bone to pick. Ooh, hello. 
And that bone to pick is with my own father. <laughs> so he picks me up for the game. We go down to the game. We have a great time uh, tailgating. Uh, definitely had our fair share of brews. Had some barbecue as well. Uh, Ooh, one of them. Yeah. So one of uh, my dad's buddies brought barbecue for us to tailgate. So it was ribs. Got to have some that's, ribs. That's how you know you're doing bar, uh, tailgating, right? Lord Almighty. Fucking Almighty. delicious. Uh, ribs and baked beans. And and these weren't just like, you know, you open up the can of baked beans and you warm them up. Like these were some <laughs> good ass baked beans, man. Like I've been farting still because of them. <laughs> so, you know, that's how you know they're good. Um, but anyway, the, that a different direction, but okay. <laughs> oh, of course. No, but the rain delay, the rain delay happened. Yeah. Right. And my dad and his two buddies stuck it out through the rain delay. Right. And then once the game was about to resume, they were like, yeah, we're going to dip. The fuck? <laughs> like, you just what? sat through a 45 minute rain delay, <laughs> stood through it in the bullpen sports bar, or formerly bullpen sports bar, the liney lodge. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you misdescribe that as a corporate fan? You should know better. I should know. Wine and Kugels is, you know, Miller Lite Jr. So exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, they they were just like, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna take off. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And it was, I'll be honest, it's because my dad's buddies, particularly one of them, was very, very drunk. Um, which well. <laughs> checks out, you know, when you start drinking it. And then you have the to morning. drive back to Rockford. So yeah, exactly. that'll that'll take a minute. Luckily, my dad was in good enough shape uh, and was pacing himself well um, there you go. Throughout, throughout the afternoon. Um, there you go. But I stuck around for the rest of the game, and, and you know the monsoon hit me on the way back when I was on the train. Um, Wait, but when you were coming, to... when you were on the train, or when you were coming off the train? Because when I was on very... the train, luckily, yeah, good. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, it was while I was getting between the two cars on the blue line, taking a piss, is when the monsoon was happening. You're so. fucking kidding! You okay? You were talking about degeneracy with your bets, my lord, Steve. You opened up the two between the two trains. You were pissing between the tracks as the train was moving. You dipshit! Yeah, well, it was just like pouring rain, just absolutely pouring. <laughs> dude you're that guy you're that I am, guy i am that oh guy. i am that look. guy look you're the same guy who every time i rode the train down with you in 2019 you were spilling a beer on a different cubs fan every time <laughs> every fucking time literally do like it not only are you all of a sudden beers. i am the legend yes. that spills on cubs fans look, on the train look no no steve okay first of all you're not just the guy who's drinking on the train on the l you're the guy who's spilling beers on Cubs fans on your way to the Sox game, being like, "Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, but oh, let me just like, oh, I'm not holding on to the sideline or the, the bars." <laughs> let me just like, oh, 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 was that your foot? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Drop my brown bag on you too. I apologize. Hey, you know, after after I I was inspired. <laughs> I needed to live a little bit of a crazier life because the guys that I was sitting on next to that were in my area on, on the blue line. Um, they, uh, they were talking about their hard drug usage. So I was like, you know what? I need to live my life on the edge a little bit more. I mean, so, you know, I just went, oh, you have, you take hard drugs while I piss off this train. I, exactly. That's, that's the exactly, one. Exactly. Baby. I always got to one up the competition. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lord, oh well, Tom, we're here to talk about, uh, the white Sox, aren't we? Cause we're a white Sox, Sox baseball Sox. podcast. Jinx. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Uh, so let's talk about this current state of the Chicago White Sox. How are you feeling? Like, you know, we used to do the 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 rebuild o meter, you know, oh, yeah, like right. the doomsday clock. Yeah, where are the White Sox? <laughs> I I got it in back. I really should go, should have gone and grabbed it for this episode. Maybe <laughs> next time. 
uh, we can reevaluate it. You know, you know, midnight is is on the doomsday clock, right? And yeah. absolute fucked. Where are you on the 2022 White Sox doomsday clock right now? Well, I think the thing to 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 think about is the fact that we're even talking about the rebuild meter right like we're ready to bring it back out of storage is what we're saying like that's not ideal <laughs> in, a, in a year where we're saying to ourselves oh we have we have an opportunity to win the pennant and then we get through one month one month of baseball and we're already like fuck this shit let's bring that out of not even a month of baseball the, not even yeah, a month oh no, good point yeah not even a fucking month and we're ready to uh, just burn it all down i i mean look this is our first losing month of we'll call it a month because it was april and now it's may this is our first losing month of baseball since 2020 like uh what was it uh june of 2020 or something like that and Man, it it's not just been like losing baseball; it's been ugly baseball. Like it, it's it's errors, yep. it's it's bad plate approaches, it's shitty pitching. Actually, pitching's not been bad, but like like save save a few uh, a few mishaps. Pitching's not been that bad, but it's been bad managing. You know, like there's there's been enough bad that's been self inflicted to make you want to like just beat your head against the wall. Like it, 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 it's been, I'm not, I'm not saying anything that's news for people. Everybody's seen the same shit we've seen. It's bad, Steve, you, you know, this and you know, this man, and you know, this man, no, it's <laughs> awful. So let me ask you, I got, I got to re re ask the question. Where are you on the doomsday clock? <sighs> Fucking fuck. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, we've, we've brought it out of storage and now I've got to set that at like, uh i gotta set it at like three o'clock you know because because 12 is midnight i am i'm nowhere close to that look like i know this team's got talent still right it, we're not we're not trout now the guy who's wearing number 18 is not daniel palka right it, it's it's aj pollock like right okay. a much better baseball player <laughs> be clear here um no offense to daniel even though he, he tends yeah, to get no roasted offense. on white Sox twitter these days <laughs> Um, no offense to the to the minor league or Daniel Palka. Exactly. Um, I mean, here's the deal. I got to be a little bit higher up on on that number, Tom, because my guy Jordan Miller here in the comments says we're watching Yolbert Sanchez at bats. Like that's a problem, folks. If you are looking forward yeah, true. to turning on White Sox Twitter and uh, looking trying to catch some Yolbert Sanchez at bats, yeah, we've got a problem. We've yeah, got a problem, folks. So. I mean, speak, speaking of Daniel Polka, man, I mean, he was a McDonald's All-American, and he is featured <laughs> no. on a 108 baseball card. You better so, sell. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put, put this at 5 o'clock, and I'm not at 6 or beyond right now because, you know, it's still, one, it's still early in the season, right? Got a lot of baseball to play. I'm not totally freaking out yet, but it looks bad to lose multiple series in a row. Like, Several series in a row we have lost, and I here's the deal. To I, yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna pause on White Sox baseball for a second, Tommy. I can't believe you're still eating those fries. Tell people where you got them from, okay. please. Okay, so <laughs> motherfucker, I keep thinking they're gonna get better. Okay, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. First of all, I but I just your face. I tried to eat these fries, these French fries, these crinkle cut fries from Phil's just now. Fucking horrendous fills the the famous and well respected pizza joint on the south side holy wow that was bad um look steve i i i, I know that we chatted about this briefly before we got on but 
fries with pizza pizza are is a good vibe but these fries holy shit they're bad they're they're like it, it's like eating a fucking raw potato over here it's not good not good vibes first off i don't know what you're doing getting fries from phil's first off of all places 35th street red hot says way better fries number holy one shit. number two phil's pizza Okay, you don't get fries with pizza. Who gets fries with pizza, man? So many people. So many people. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for pizza. You want wings, wings and and fries, wings and fries, pizza and wings, not pizza and fries. That is an a a that is an absurd line to draw. Because you can get get, you're you're literally just saying that this side is good with pizza and this side is good with that side. But you can't draw that line all the way through all three of it. Why, why couldn't you get fries, pizza, wings? That this like, I'm I'm genuinely upset about at you about this. Like, the, pizza and fries absolutely go together. It's a fantastic combination. It's just I, I will say though, like these 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 fries from Phil's, they ain't cutting it. But can I can I talk about Phil's pizza? Because yes, holy- I hope the pizza lived up to its, you know, name fantastic. for you. I'll say it Good. like this. They they have so many ingredients on that sausage peppers pizza. The cheese doesn't even touch the crust. It's so they like that's how packed it is, and it's goddamn good. It's goddamn good. But yeah, those fries, man. Whew, that's a that's no good. Um, okay, you're getting ripped in the comments okay. already. By the way, fries and never. pizza. If you never if you in my like forty three, never in my. Yeah. Okay, you're upset about Brandon it. Brandon Stokes. You've never had it. That's the thing. Don't come at me if you haven't had it. Look, okay. Get, Brandon get yourself- Stokes already saying, never in my 43 years on this earth have I ever ordered fries with pizza. You have Miller, how- who eats and who eats pizza and fries? Too many carbs, I man. Have, I, I mean, I don't, have time for haters. I don't have time for the haters. I don't have time for them. Um, I just don't. I, I'm, I don't I'm not a carb shamer, but at the same time, absolutely <laughs> agree with these guys right here. Well, there's um, a different. Carb shaming and, and and being able to admit like when you've got too many like starches, like it's a flavor thing, right? If you're going heavy on it's a heavy thing. Like I, I can respect the fact if you're saying it's too carb heavy, I get it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault you for that. But at the same time, don't knock it to try it. Don't knock right. it to try it. Because think about it this way. Is there so much is there such a thing as too much of a good thing? You got a good thing and you got another good thing. Let's go. Well, I'll tell you what. There's not enough of good things from the Chicago White Sox right now. Hmm. And segue, segue, segue. segue. <laughs> they are, they are just lack. Of, think about this offensively right now. You've got an extremely, extremely inconsistent Jose Abreu, who hmm. has been a rock of your offense year after year. You don't talk bad about my mans. So I'm just being honest at where we're at right now. I know. I mean, right now, offensively producing on a regular day-to-day, series-to-series. I'll even say series-to-series basis. Mm -hmm. You've got Tim. You've got Andrew Vaughn when he's healthy and that day-to-day injury. God, I hope he comes back quick because that bat. Yeah. I. I, No. You you need to rest him, though. Like, look, like you you don't want to risk – Right, but here's the thing: at this point in the season, you just Lu- don't. Luis isn't hitting yet from a, a series to series basis, but he just came back. That's fine. Yep. Uh, Pollock, you know, I looked up, and this may have changed. He was good today. He was good today. He was good today. He was before real- before today, he had four hits. I think all year long, three of them were on opening day. 
Yeah. No, I take that back. He had five because the the fifth one was on. Uh, it was the double on Saturday. So no. five hits and three of them were on opening day in like forty mm. something plate appearances. Right. But yeah, no, I, I promise you, he's gonna be just fine because he was good. He was great today, actually. I mean, all these. I mean, are we just waiting for these guys to heat up, Tom? That's what other choice do you have? First of all, but yeah. it's it's that kind. It's that. How how much of a cliche is it? But look at the back of the baseball card, right? Like they're you not what? not the player that they are. This is not the player that they are. I absolutely agree with you. And I I one of the buddies of my dad who was with us yesterday, he said the same exact thing. He's like, the stats on the baseball card have to show up eventually, right? Right. Right. And I I will say this, you know, I was watching the game at Friday from home and, you know, sometimes the luck of being able to watch it from the broadcast point of view is you get a different perspective than you would have if you were at the game. Right. So what we were able to see on the broadcast is as soon as the ninth inning was over and and the ninth inning had a rally for that for that game, too, on Friday, even though they lost um, Jose Abreu took a look at the iPad. He's watching film. Literally the people were leaving the dugout and he mm-hmm. sits down and he pulls out that iPad. He was on base too. He was on base. He came into the dugout, sat down, grabbed the iPad, didn't move. And that's for me, for me, that's an, that's a really good sign. Cause that means he, he wanted to go and look at film immediately. And I, you know what? Like <laughs> there was a, there was a two, one pitch to him that it, it was not a strike, but it was called a strike. So he might have been getting in there, sitting down and being like spiteful, like, look, motherfucker, there was no way that was a strike. So he might have been doing that. But like thinking about it and saying he's committed to the craft in in the in a way that's. It's it goes past the time that he's on the field. Right. He, he he's committed to it to the point where he's going to put in the extra hours. It's the same vibe that I got from when we were at game five of the NLDS and uh, your man's four, four, five game, four of the ALDS. There it is. Yeah. We're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. Don't worry. Um, and uh, we, we watched Liam Hendricks was the last guy staring out at the field and we talked about it. You know, right. he, he was the man who refused to leave the dugout, just staring out, being like, this should not have ended this way. That's Liam Hendricks. And in, in the same way, I'm seeing it like at the end of the game on Friday, you had Jose Abreu refusing to leave the dugout, looking at film, being like, I, I refuse to believe that this is the way that I, uh, this team is going to go. So I'm going to put the work in and make it different. So I, I liked that. I, I liked seeing that. So it reminds you, if you're going to, I knew kind of that you were thinking about ragging on Jose Abreu. So I needed something in my back pocket <laughs> to be like, no, 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 you can't talk bad about my mans. But uh, yeah, well, no, I, I, I'm, I, I liked what I see out of it, honestly. It, it's April, too. I, I know this is April, Jose Abreu. You can't say that anymore. You can't say that anymore. It's May. It's May. Oh, it's May now. Apologies. Happy May Day, everybody. Happy May. Um, so. Apologize for that joke. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a little outplayed there, Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll comment on this. We got somebody here in the in the chat. Uh, I believe that's JJ. Uh, it says team just isn't seeing the ball well yet, and it'll come especially with Yaz. It took him and Yon a while last year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially with the lockout. I, I that's one thing that we're not. I don't think playing and paying enough attention to and and playing into this whole narrative enough um, is that players were locked out. You know, they didn't know when their season was going to start. 
They didn't um, have access to their trainers. I, or access to team facilities, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure everybody's training regiment was thrown off by this a little bit. The team, talent-wise, is put together, folks. Um, it's It's just a matter of everybody getting to at least their average, you know? Like, if guys start performing at their average levels, this team is going to be a good team. Just their average levels, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, injuries. Injuries are the one thing that this team can't avoid, um, it, it seems like. And I guess they yeah. need to avoid it. Hopefully, they get it all out of their system now is all I'm going to say. Um, because the more injuries that pile up... No, that's not how injuries work, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Actually, it's the complete opposite. Yeah, um, you're like the guy who's who says every 18-year-old pitcher should just get Tommy John surgery. That's who Absolutely, baby. No, absolutely no. not, Steve. Just, no, yeah, no. Just get the injury out of the way now, because no, then you won't be injured later. No, not how it works. So I, I <laughs> hope, I hope age doesn't catch up with guys like Abreu or Pollock or Grandal. I, I, I'm just bringing up older guys. Chill with your ass. No, um, I, I will not. I will not take Jose Abreu's land. I, you know I hope, and you I know hope a, you know, a boy comes back stronger. Um, I, I hope Luis stays off the aisle the rest of the year. I mean, the, the, the old adage and the old joke, you know, the Kenny Williams way, stay healthy. Just stay healthy. Right. Just stay healthy. Yeah. But um, it's no, no no need for depth. You I mean, have that's every team. The I mean, division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how often do we hear this from at least one top team talent every year is, oh, oh we could have made such a deep run if only we stayed healthy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the Bulls, <laughs> like we saw it in Alonzo. Yeah. This year. Like everybody was saying, oh, we don't even know what team we have yet because we didn't see everybody healthy. Uh, what was it? Six games that the the core has played together, all healthy at the same time. Six games, I think it was. With it kind, it kind of feels that way so far with the White Sox as well. Yeah, no, um, that's what I'm saying with the with the with the White Sox. I think oh. that was the, somebody drew up the. I think it was uh, somebody brought it up in the broadcast. It must have been Jason, but they, he said like the core, you know, has only had six games where all six or seven of them have been healthy at the same time and that's that's we see that we know that but we didn't like know how drastic that is we we just know that somebody's always goddamn injured this is the reason why they got rid of their strength and conditioning coach but right man i'll tell you i feel like that you know that pablo escobar meme yes where it's like him absolutely standing and waiting in like three different positions Dude, that's I just that I embodies my whole goddamn opinion about this this month and a half of this month of baseball. It's just like I'm just sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting for some shit to happen, <laughs> namely these goddamn bats, because they're 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 not this. This isn't how it is. So I'll just wait. I'm just gonna wait because we're gonna be fine. But I'll be depressed while I wait. There's that's that's for damn sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you don't know what Tommy is talking about here <laughs> with the Pablo Escobar <laughs> meme, yes, this is it. That, that is that is me. That's right me. here. That's how he feels right now about the Chicago White Sox offense. <laughs> it has to get better, right? There's no way. There's yeah. no way this team can get worse, right? You'd think, bro. I I mean, again, like, how much fucking talent do we need? But the the, the ninth inning has to give us some sort of hope today. Yeah, no, the, the ninth inning was good today. Uh, it, it was, and we had a lot of goddamn hits. What did we end with? Twelve hits today. Like, God, my God, how are you gonna scratch across only four runs on on twelve hits? But 
hey, we're gonna base hit him to death. Menachino magic, right there. Yeah, well, as I said, as I said earlier in the as I said earlier in the week, Menachino magic is is dead. Um, I really, if there's one mid-season move, I think that the White Sox need to make, and I'm I am so as much as shit as I get. Uh, for being on the fence about Tony Larusa, I don't even think he's the first person you go go after. I think Frank Menachino has I don't know what he's doing with these guys or how he's coaching them or yeah. what he's got them working on, but it's outside of Tim Anderson and Andrew Vaughn, nothing is working for these guys. Well, look, I, I'm so sick and tired of the excuse of like, well, they're squaring up the ball. They look at this exit velocity. Look at all these balls that are batted off. Like, Jose Abreu getting on top of everything. Yeah, Luis like, Robert getting on top of everything. I'm a flying fuck if it's if it's hit over 100 miles an hour. Like I'll I'll like right. give me a fucking infield hit. I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> I mean, I just go back to the first inning with Luis yeah. grounding into the uh double play. Like right. the combination of Tim Anderson and Luis Robert should never be a double play ever. Right. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's like I mean, a line out on a hit like, and run. Exactly. You'd have to like draw it. You'd have to throw the ball out there to make it like perfectly so that they could both be thrown out. Cause they're too fast for that shit. Exit Vivo is great. Hit, hit the question. ball hard. Absolutely. I mean, eventually they'll find holes for they, sure. Don't but, say that, Steve. But, I hear but, that. Watch angle. Watch angle. Yeah, watch angle. Yeah. Don't rely on Babbitt. Don't be like 2019 Moncada. I love Moncada. Don't I love him to Steve. death, but Look, don't be 2019 Moncada and have a 406 Babbitt. I'm corporate enough that I'm not going to let you talk bad about these guys. I'm God, allowed to. I'm going to let you complain, but I'm not going to be. I'm I love be... y'all, Mankata. Imagine now. I'm not. I'm sure you didn't see this. Speaking of spring training, uh, not spring training. Pardon me. Triple A at bats. Y'all, mm-hmm. Mankata, looking really sharp in Triple mm-hmm. A in his rehab stint. Caught um, stealing already. I love it. I. Uh... It's all about hits, man. That's all that matters. Yeah. No, he, um, he's just to be flashy down there it's it's all good well speaking of yon mancada tom you, you got a little bit of uh yon mancada props for us today don't yes you? look look okay so i was i was out here what i like to do sometimes when the white Sox suck ass is i'll go and listen to national baseball coverage and uh i, I was picking up the athletic baseball show um and they they dropped a podcast where keith law was talking out uh, out his ass for for most of the podcast but he, As he normally he, does <laughs> but he took a moment and just started worshiping Yoan Moncada. I was in the middle of my my work and I was like, hold on, hold on. Let me turn, let me rewind this for a second. Is he really doing this? And he went off on like, I swear to God, a three minute tangent about how great Yoan Moncada is and how underrated he is. He's like, this guy does not get his roses. A direct quote. He was like, Moncada, when his BABIP is high, is MVP caliber. No, he put that caveat in there. But look, you got a national writer talking about how Moncada, who's not in the lineup right now, is potential MVP caliber player. Uh, so that's what's missing from this lineup. And that's not the only guy, right? We know, we know, we know how many guys are missing from this lineup. Like, don't don't get it twisted. That's not an excuse, mind you, but that's what's true. It's like the kinds of guys that are missing from this lineup are absolutely MVP caliber type of guys. Eloy Jimenez, Lance Lynn's a Cy Young type of guy. Like that's the kind of talent that's not in this lineup right now. And well, breaks all oh, the Lance oh, Lynn stuff, but it's okay. No, no. Lance Lynn at his what, peak, he is. Yeah, look, that, sure. again, we just said what I just said about Yohan Moncada is when his bab up is high. At his peak, in other words, 
he's MVP caliber. He's not MVP caliber on a day-to-day basis, but if, if shit falls right for him, why not? Why not him? You know, and, and, and look at it this way. Last year alone, 2021, we always talk about his 2019 season. 2021, the man had 122 WRC+. Plus. And that's, that's in an off good. year, in a quote unquote off year for him, right? right? Quote unquote. Well, that, that's what you get from walks and fucking home runs, uh, I, which he wasn't hitting a lot of. Exactly. No, it's it's from it's balls. because of one thing, Tom. And what is it? Because he gets on base. I'm going to get you with that Brad, Brad Pitt. That Brad Pitt, the money ball oh, meme. Yes. There it is. Yes. The finger point right there. Uh, gets on base and that's that is what we're missing too like ain't nobody walking in this goddamn lineup we did get a couple a couple uh scheduled yasmani grandal walks today Uh, maybe it was just one i can't remember but i got real hype about that walk that that first walk and i I was screaming at everybody in the section scheduled it's scheduled yasmani grandal walk and ain't nobody paid attention to me they were like who's this that's why you need to be sitting in 108 more tom come on now (laughs) Every, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna be high fiving you and uh I, I need more high fives for yasmani grandal giving you a nice nice slaps on the butt for that one one out um, nobody on yasmani grandal walk that gets me hyped speaking of which <laughs> next time you see wally money make sure you protect your butt because Ooh, giving you a little um on love? saturday he he, he oh. snuck he snuck a little a little hand in yep. it, it well, and I was trying to do a little dancing with him, and do not speak ill of the dead, Steve. I I, I love Wally, but I, I felt I felt a little violated, man. I felt a little violated. I mean, yeah, he put his hand up your butt, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get a lot of love when you when you sit in section one hundred eight. We'll put it that way. Again, yes. like if you don't have a White Sox, if you don't bring family to the game because none of your family's White Sox fans, you can find family. You got family in the one hundred eight. You got family. Yeah, because they're just so welcoming. And I'm not saying that I'm one of the 108 necessarily, but those guys they they make friends with anybody. They just I make love I make at least one visit every game I'm at. Yeah, get, so you're gonna go. find. If, look, if 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 the 108 guys are gonna be assholes to you, which they won't be, we'll be nice to you. Well, we would love to see you guys. I no. won't be there as Steve will, but we would love to see you guys. There's uh, always... honestly probably better if you go to the section and don't see me there. <laughs> so. But here's the here's the deal, Tom. I'll tell you this. I and I'm always you know this about me. I'm usually the big analytics guy. Like you know, I, yeah. I, I, just I could WRC plus, and you didn't. I know. I'm so proud of you right now. Are we switching roles right now? No, this is crazy. This is absolutely somebody. wild. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I gotta say this. I, I could dig into the stats and say you know, hey, the ex woba right now of the White Sox is you know. Ex-woba. Is this much higher compared to their actual weighted on base average, yeah. you know, and talk about how eg- the exit VLO of these these guys right. in the lineup is just absolutely insane. And yeah. uh, their, strike, their strikeouts are down. And um, but I think they need something. I think this team needs something that's beyond statistics. I think they need something that drugs. is going to spark oh, drugs. Yes. <laughs> steroids. No. It's steroids, baby. There we go. Legalized steroids. Um, no, I think they need something that that can't be measured. I think they need a little spark, a little bit of pep in their step, a little bit of momentum. Ride the wave. And I hate being this guy. I hate being this meatball Sox fan right now. But I'm going to resort to it. You don't hate it. You the love ne- it. The next two games, Tom, where mm-hmm. are they being played? Wrigley Field, baby. Oh, yeah. Wrigley Field. Field. You got two games 
up against the Cubs, yeah. this no, right. is the time to turn it around, right? right? This could be it. You Absolutely. capture the hearts of the city. Right. You recapture yeah. the hearts of your fans. Right. You change the narrative around your team. Kopech yeah. on Kopech on the mound on Tuesday. Cease on the mound on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking go. Like this, or I, I pardon me. I don't know if it's cease. No, cease is on Monday. Pardon me. It's Gioito on the mound on Wednesday. Yeah, look, like if that, I'll give you twenty bucks if that lineup, that Cubs lineup, gets. Seven runs off those two in two two games. There's no way. There's no. I I I gave you like the highball answer, but like I'll give you. Look, stop it. I'll, I'll throw down like twenty bucks that they and, don't score four runs off those two guys. And they're cold. They're cold right now. Yeah, they just got their. They're ass not cold. They're Milwaukee. Bad. They're bad. They, they yeah. They're not a good baseball team. Okay. This is the chance where the White Sox can turn it around. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Y- yes, they should have won two out of three against Kansas City. Yes, they should have won two out of three this series against the Angels. The Angels are a good four. ball club this year. Four out of four. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You're right. You, we got one more against them. You can still mm-hmm. split the series. Um, this is their opportunity. This is a perfect window. You don't even need to travel. You're literally going right across town. Yeah, you're going to stay home. You're going to sleep in your own bed. You're going to be able to sit down, eat some home, home cooking, be like Pablo Escobar, just sit and think about your life. Exactly. And, Alex Rude, my guy. In the comments saying he's happy to see Tommy today. I should have taken a photo with you, man. I I was like, fuck, man. Why didn't I turn around and take a photo with you? Um, no, I was gonna see you too, my guy. Uh but this is their opportunity. This is this is a perfect for it, but you're absolutely right. You got you got your three best pitchers going next three games, okay? Cease Kopech Giolito, right? Go out there. Win all three of these and completely change the tide of the season. I really think that this is that perfect opportunity, and I, I know you can't measure that. Right, but you're getting healthy. You're getting you're getting healthier. I should say, right? Yeah, there's guys coming back. You got Joe back already, right? You got Josh Harrison back healthy. You got AJ Pollock back healthy. That's that should be enough right there to beat this Cubs team. And and I think it's great that you point out that this is a meatball take, right? It's being like, oh, we just need the mojo back. Let's go beat the Cubs. But look, it means something to the players. They they can feel the energy in the ballpark when when the Cubs come to town or when when the Cubs come to town, when they stay in town. You're whatever or when we go up there, right? Like that means something to the fans, so it means something to the players. You, you can't like pretend they don't feel that when they're out on the field and and the goddamn stadium's full of people jeering at each other, uh, right. much less much less the players. You it know, shouldn't, like, it shouldn't know. mean it shouldn't mean that much, but it no, does it mean something. It's one goddamn game in a regular season. However, comma it means something is it bragging rights, you know, if nothing else. And they they know like Jose Abreu fucking loves hitting in Wrigley Field. So I again another reason why you shouldn't be scared about Jose Abreu's start to the season cuz he's about to turn up. Very Here. true. If only if only Big Baby were with us, man. Thanks Cubs. Hang hang, uh, hang, up, with- hang hang up the jersey and the red batting gloves, baby. Everybody that's, sign that's, away. They needed to they needed to hold a funeral. They really there you did. Go. There you Didn't go. do it. Well, here I got I got another comment from our guy JJ here about how Cease Kopech and uh Giolito are only three starting pitchers right now. I got to give Vince Velasquez some major props for the game that he pitched against a good offense in the Angels. Man's a goddamn. But can can we please send Dallas Keuchel to the moon? I mean, now that we've got Vince Velasquez going right and uh, we've got Johnny Cueto 
pitching lights out in AAA. As much as I don't want to admit it, I I don't want to see Dallas Keuchel pitch another game this year. Just tell tell him, go up to him and tell him, be like, hey, your hamstring's hurting you. And he'd be like, what hamstring? I'll be like, that one right there, it's hurting you. You're going to go on the IL for, for, you know, 60 days. Sorry. And just like, be done with it, right? Like, he, he might throw a fit, but look, like, the man's is not right. He can't. He is a soft tossing lefty with not enough movement on his pitches. Right. I mean, there's no other way around it. That's just the fact. Location issues too. Yeah. It's like he can't. uh, He he fucking tries to. You got you ever hear that narrative of like, oh, this pitcher's trying to paint like just so. And because he's doing that, he's missing. Yeah. Like that's that's what he's doing. He's trying to be perfect with every pitch. And And because he's not induce. He's he's just not doing it. It, 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 he does not induce soft contact anymore. That's the thing. That was Dallas Keuchel's bread and butter. Induce soft contact. And every ball that is hit from his pitches from the mound that go off the bat, just the complete opposite. Yep. So please just send him to the moon. I eat yeah. the contract. At this point, eat the contract. <laughs> Tell Jerry that, right? Like you either the, the, eat the contract or until somebody else comes up, keep him on the back burner. Right. What I love is that, you know, you had Dallas Keiko shit in the bed the, today, and then you bring out two guys on most. I, I got to believe these guys are on league minimum. You got Jose Ruiz and Tanner Banks, right? Like these guys are not well paid for their, for what they're doing. Right. And well, better paid than I, right. You got to put that caveat in there, but Thanks. They're out there like making pennies compared to Dallas Keuchel and they fucking rate like they they did great today. I loved seeing them pitch like Jose Ruiz came out and my dad was like, oh, brother. And I was like, no, dad, no. Jose Ruiz is the fucking truth this year. And and you know who's the biggest Jose Ruiz truther is our guy, Alex Rude. He absolutely <laughs> loves him. And guess who absolutely cannot stand him? Is the guy who just slid into the comments, Jordan. <laughs> he has been Yo, proven wrong about Jose, Jose Ruiz. Ruiz. And he, he will admit it, but he absolutely loves that Jose Ruiz is, is playing that well. He's so um, good. So good. And, compa- and again, that just like the juxtaposition of that, right? Like big word drop right there. There but, you go. Like, think about it like that. Like you've got a guy like barely, barely scraping by. Uh, in the league, like Jose Ruiz, barely scraping by in the league, like Tanner Banks, like just getting in here, and they're showing up. Dallas Cats Keigel. fixed him, baby. Cats, Cats fixed him. Exactly. Well, let me th- let me talk about the bullpen real quick, Tom. Which is where I would send Keuchel to immediately right now. If you're not going to relief, absolutely man. DFA him, long relief, uh, man. Um, are we worried about bullpen? No, no. Talk Next question. About it. Okay, I, well, think about it this way. Like, not only is it been pretty decent, like, minus, like, a couple blowups, you've also got help on the way. Like, th- there's only been spots. Like, 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 you could point at them. The thing is, you could point at, like, a couple games and be like, you know what, the bullpen let us down there. But otherwise, it's been pretty solid. And you know what, like, not only that, it's been like a couple guys. Like you can basically say Bummer and Hendricks are the two guys that have let us down. And it's and they've been solid in in like alternating outings, basically. Like they've they've given up a few and then they've had a bounce back. And then they've given up a few and they've had a bounce back. So I'm not worried about them, those two specifically. I'm not worried about the bullpen as a whole. 
this all wouldn't even be a conversation point. You know, you blame the bullpen when you can't score three runs. That's what happens. You you end up losing a game two to one. Well, yeah, no fucking kidding. Like you ended up, you only put one run on the board. Who gives a yeah. shit if you lost one? Like you're you're really gonna blame the the goddamn bullpen for not holding a one run lead or whatever it was or one you know, run deficit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whatever right. it was, and and you know, pick a game in April, right? And then be like, yeah, that's the bullpen's fault. Yeah, no, you're not looking at it right. The goddamn. No. Goddamn offense is dead. I can't tell you how many times I've said you can't win scoring one run. You can't win scoring two runs. You can't win scoring three runs, right? You gotta get four or more. Four is still not that many. I mean, we right. <laughs> that that game got a little dicey near the end uh, on Saturday, right? Because there there was plenty of opportunities for the Angels to convert and get back in the game. Four runs is is barely enough too. You got to get five six to make it look like a representable baseball team. I don't think we scored six runs since opening day. Did we even score? I thought we lost six to seven. I don't know, but we we have not scored that many runs. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I'm not breaking news here. Breaking no, news, Tom. Couple White games. Not, not the, uh, the last time they scored that many runs, I, I want to say, was the rain game. Mm. The heavy rain game against uh, Robbie, Robbie Ray, Ray when we all thought that this. Offense was going to be fucking awesome, even with injuries, and we were about to run away with the AL. And that's and, the thing. Baseball yeah. ebb and flows, right? And yeah. I, I I kind of shit on Steve Stone for being a water carrier uh, for the organization. And yes, he is. Um, but that being said, he is kind of right. It mm-hmm. You play 162 for a reason. It's not total time to freak out yet. Not um, yet. Yeah, bullpen really solid and i really love the only issue i have is and and you can't control this injuries you know um you know well, you can control not signing joe kelly who's already injured <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that or you know i i was more referring to Garrett crochet I know, um, yeah that too. You, you know can't because you need that lefty specialist i need i need cats to work the magic and fix that bummer slider or pardon me that bummer sinker um mm. because that's Guys are just going to be sitting slider, and they can sit slider um, if uh, if he can't Sinker's get the sinker power. in the right spots. So let's uh yeah, but Foster Ruiz Graveman all been oh, pretty great. fucking good I, so far. I really really appreciate all three of those guys. No lie, you're not even talking about you know Tanner Banks who who's been god for out of nowhere, right? Exactly. Like I don't know, man. Get that man a new dress shirt, please. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Well, Tom, you got a Minoso minute for us, real yeah, quick. So you want to do say, that? While, while we're zooming out and talking about how we've got to keep a cooler head with with all this in in, in the back of our minds, I wanted to take a second. You know, Mo, Minoso minute, right? We we do this every once in a while on the podcast, just a, a minute to talk about something outside the lines of baseball, because you know, Mini Minoso did something great for baseball. You know, outside of the lines, being breaking the color barrier for Afro Latino players in the MLB. Um, now I, I wanted to take a second again, zooming out, thinking about things bigger than baseball right now. And this is a South side story. So uh, I don't know if y'all heard, but, um, whole foods opened a, a location in Englewood six years ago. And just this week, last week now announced that they're going to shut it down forever. I permanently closed the location that they, they, and they, of course, as soon as they open it, they were bragging about themselves, about how they open up a location in a food desert in Chicago and how great are we and, and shit. And like, what the fuck, man, you didn't even last six, you didn't even last a decade. 
Like, how are you going to change the food habits of an entire goddamn neighborhood in six years? How dare you give these people hope and then take it away? Like, that's so fucked up. And get this. It was after one quarter. It was after one quarter. One quarterly loss that Amazon had, right? Like, Amazon hasn't had a quarter of loss in since 2015. And they had one quarterly loss. Think about that as a company. You've only had one quarterly loss mm-hmm. since 2015. And that's all it took. That's all it took. They were like, sure. fuck those guys. We don't need to have this store open anymore. How dare you? How dare you take that away from those people? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have given them hope in the first place. You shouldn't have opened a, a, a goddamn grocery store in there in the first place. Like, that's so fucked up. Absolutely fucked up. Uh, so I just had to take a moment to, like, put it in people's, like, attention. Like, yeah. Absolutely. What, what the hell is going on? That that so, somebody else is going to come in there and and be an anchor because it's it's like a it's a store in the middle of a development exactly. that's uh, pretty big on sixty uh, third and Halstead or something like that, and mm-hmm. somebody else is going to come in there and and you know be a, a good grocery store for that area. I I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it, especially because they get great press. Like after Whole Foods is getting all this is getting lambasted for leaving, they're going to yeah. come in there and it's going to be fine, but. The the idea that Whole Foods would do that is like, it's pretty fucked up. Like th- you're introducing these people who just barely got used to not being in a food desert. You're putting them right back in one. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Two, two things. Yeah. Aff- and thank you for sharing that, Tom. Affordability and sustainability. Right. So I hope that there is a, a company that provides that yeah. in that neighborhood. Um, because as you know, I remember that Whole Foods announcement announcement being made when I was teaching summer school down in that neighborhood that summer. That's right. Yeah. Um, and it was a big deal because actually um, we were talking about you know community with, with our summer school program. We were talking about community outreach and and what organizations were doing in the neighborhood and fighting against that food desert was one of those big things. So I hope that the community continues to fight for that in the wake of of this announcement and in the wake right. of this closing so i'm wishing the best of luck um to the to those people and to those organizations continue to support organizations um like that yeah. that are able to fight against that like grow inglewood uh which is uh, a kind of an urban garden um down in the inglewood neighborhood so continue to support organizations like that where you can um and fun fact from our guy alex rude as we wrap this segment up it is the anniversary of Minoso breaking the color barrier today. Um, so thank you for that fun fact, Alex. I really appreciate that. Alex is the greatest stat head. Um, he has knowledge beyond my wildest dreams in baseball. So love that. Absolutely love that. They probably kept uh, Minoso down until May so that they can get the uh, extra year of control. <laughs> you know, I don't think those rules existed at the time, Tom, but that is a good one right there. Was Reinsdorf the owner? That? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He- He's almost <laughs> nah. that old. He's almost that old. Um, yeah, he was probably around. He probably went and saw the game. Um, holy shit. Hilarious. Well, shit, Tom, we got a couple rotating segments that we need to get through, and uh, we're yes. running low on time here. So Let's get it going then in that case. So, right. uh, yeah, you had a few things that you want me to fix, which you is know, absurd. That's not the way to go about this. One th- don't ask me. I don't know anything. <laughs> Here we go. One thing that I've started to do on Twitter over the past couple years is the final five times. So I got five things for you 
to fix for the White Sox. And I want to hear your take on these five things. So first off, can I, can I get a disclaimer? Like, look, these are not, this is not a good, I'm not going to give you good ideas. I am going to give you ideas. That's all I need. All okay. I need are ideas, baby. Desperate for answers. You need something. <laughs> okay. Desperate for answers at this point. The first one, Jose Abreu's bat. What are you going to do about Jose Abreu's bat, Tom? Okay, so I don't know if you saw this, but last year, Shohei Otani was in a bit of a slump. And what mm-hmm. he did is he brought, his, he brought his bat out in the dugout, and he was sitting there, and he was holding it. And he started giving it CPR, like right in the dugout. He was giving it CPR. Look, I need I need a certified EMT going in there. I need it to, to get the defibrillator out. You just got to shock that shit. Just wake that the fuck up. It might work. Get some electricity inside the bat, running around. You know, you can't you can't put cork in it anymore because that's yeah. not fair. Apparently, in quotes. Uh, but you gotta you gotta put something in that bat, whether yeah. it's that or the other. He needs some help. It's gotta be maybe some supernatural shit too. Like you could you could do a prayer circle. Anybody got sage? Get some sage. Go down there. Sage the dugout, sage all the bats, especially, but again, specifically Jose Abreu's. Now you're getting closer to what I need. I need, I need an exorcism of the bats. I need some type of, you know, you've seen major league, right? (laughs) I I need some, some blessing of the bats. I need, I need Jobu in, in, in the locker room right now. It's dude. That's, we might, we might need it. Just something, something, something otherworldly just to get this out because this slump is otherworldly. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Next one, Aloy Jimenez, consistent injuries. How are you fixing this problem, Tom? Well, look, you know, he he did a kung fu move into the outfield wall, right? Mm-hmm. So we got to get him a kung fu master to teach him. We Speaking of like bringing stuff back out of supernatural, out of the grave, let's get Jet Li's ghost to teach some some shit to Eloy Jimenez about, you know, controlling his body and, and shit. Like, this man, he can't run to first without getting hurt, did so Jet, shit. Did Jet Li die? Yeah, bro. Or Bruce Lee. Bruce, Bruce, Lee, Jet Lee. Lee. Bruce Lee is dead. Jet Li's alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, with you and Alcides Escobar last week. I was like on one for real. No, yeah, Alcides Escobar is not what I oh, meant to shit. say. Last week. It's a good Jet one. I not what that. I meant to say this week. But yeah, like we need some shit. Like for real, he needs some training. And I jest about a kung fu master, but get him some fucking strength and conditioning, man. Get that man a goddamn roller or like at least stretch him out before the game starts because holy shit that guy's injured all wow all right next one how are we fixing the way yuri garcia problem well you know the real answer is putting uh different guys in the lineup but probably what we should do is what we did in i think it was 2018 bat him lead off let's go fuck it you know fuck let's it go baby 2019. He's been lead off 2019 a bunch of games too <laughs> i'll never forget because by the way I haven't even Why told not? you that I haven't even told you this yet. I'm going I'm going to the game on Tuesday yeah. at Wrigley. So I need him to bat lead off. Mm, and oh, I, I need know. him to hit an absolute dong like he did when I was there at Wrigley in 2019. Yes. All over again. I need deja yes. vu. So bat him lead off. Let's make it happen. Fuck it. You know, at this point, fuck it. Nothing's working. Bat, bat him lead off. Let let all the haters on Twitter go off. He's Leary legend. For a reason. Emphasis on the legend. Let's go. They get back. This, this man's is fucking terrible. Yeah, no, that's not that's not the real way to fix it. The real way to fix it is, is let him Josh sit Harrison. on the line. Yeah, Josh Harrison batting uh, playing second and batting. Oh god. Jake 
playing third and batting. You don't need any of that. There shit. it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's on his way. Don't worry. Don't worry. I, I got two more. Bomber's broken sinker. How are you fixing that? <laughs> Sticky stuff, bro. That's easy. Get him bada, some spider bada, tag. Bada, bada, Get him some spider tag, and then just don't tell the umpire. You know. All right. Put it on your belly button. Reach into your belly. They can't check your belly button, man. Just reach your finger in there between pitches when you turn around. Let them check your belt and your glove afterward. You'd be like, hey, there's nothing there. Yeah, get them get some stuff. There you go. It's all good. Last one. Tim Anderson's glove. How are you fixing Tim Anderson's glove? I go back in time, bro. <laughs> go back in time and tell him as a middle schooler, hey, basketball's for losers. Go out there and play some baseball. That's how you fix it. I mean, at this point, bro, it is what it is. Like, he's going to be fine-ish come the warmer months. But right now, that's his glove. I got another so. major, major league fix for this. You know how every time Willie Mays Hayes hits a pop-up, he has to drop down and give him 20 in the beginning, in the middle of practice, in the middle of a game. He hits it in the air. You drop down and give me 20. That's what I want Tim to do. Every time he pooches a ground ball or misthrows a ball, just drop down and give me 20. No matter what's going on, just drop down and give me 20. I can't, I can't imagine. I want to see him like throw the ball away. And, and like the guys like rounding second, going to third and Tim Anderson's doing pushups. Like the, the play is active. Tim Anderson doing pushups to make up for his, his error. And, st- and coach Steve Smirts like nodding his head. Like, yep, that's what I wanted. That's what I needed. <laughs> that's know? it. Absolutely. Baby. <laughs> that's incredible. Okay. Well, there's, there's your final five. I uh, love that. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, and that's how we're fixing this, this, this game. Now, to get to, we've identified how we want to fix everything. I want to identify why we have to fix it now. So that's my rotating segment. Okay. I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire. Uh, and basically it's going to be uh, me listing off a bunch of things and it's yes or no questions. Um, so we've got a million, a myriad of reasons why the white Sox suck, but I'm going to offer a few of them to you, and you tell me if I'm crazy or if this is correct. This is why the White Sox sucks. Because I think it's more – it's not just one issue. It's multiple issues. So let's narrow them down here for us. All right. So is it because Rob Manfred took the balls off steroids? He he unjuiced them, if you will? Absolutely, especially with an offensive-heavy team. The unjuiced baseball is killing us right now. I'm Dude. blaming Rob Manfred for that. I'm blaming for the lockout. I'm blaming him for so much right now. Dude. Yes, yes. Big time scapegoat. 100% Rob Manfred is why this team is bad. I mean, you build a team around the home run and then you unjuice the ball? Fuck you, man. Fuck Unbelievable. you. <laughs> okay, so is it because the team didn't hold the proper funeral after Eloy went on the six to eight week IL? Is, is no. that why? I hated that shit so much when they did it. Like he... Passed away. Good Lord. <laughs> Ain't nobody pulling out the red batting gloves for in, in honor of our, our deceased brethren, Eloy Jimenez, who will be back. You know, in here's the eight. thing. He here's the, here's my problem with the way they, they're now addressed. They should have done that this year. Last year, he gets injured doing a head ass thing in spring yeah. training. And it's like, oh, R.I.P. Eloy this year. <laughs> he's trying to beat out a ground ball, which, mind you. I talked about this last week, right? Or the week before. You don't overstride on the bag. No, you don't do it. Just don't do it. Right. But no remorse here. Not like, oh, man, we feel really bad for our guy, Aloy. 
Yeah, even though this one wasn't even, you know what? That's got That makes me think like last year that was a total joke. It must have been a total joke last year. Like they were laughing at him or laughing with him rather, like right. about the whole situation. Even though we like didn't, we weren't necessarily in on the joke this year. They, he's probably actually sad. Like they're probably actually sad about it. Right. So I again, like, hey, if you throw a funeral like you did last time, <laughs> Adam, <laughs> if you throw a funeral like last time maybe they'd actually have better vibes like actually have a funeral for this man and that would fix it right yeah just to let my guy adam know who's in the chat currently hasbulas is with me he's just there he's like sleeping with his eyes open exactly in the he, background. he is our hasbulas the goat man that's why he's with me all right tom what's your next one we got it. okay so i'm asking you is it are the white Sox bad because the White Sox inherited whatever bad juju was floating around the 2021 Twins dugout. It just floated. The juju floated from the Twins to the White Sox for 2022. I, I don't know if I believe in this bad juju stuff yet. I think we just can't hit the baseball. Hey, man, look, you were looking in, in the early part of 2021 and you were looking at the White Sox looking pretty in first place and the Twins at the bottom of the division. Seems like it flipped. I think that bad juju is traveling. Just saying. Okay, okay. Yeah. We can move on. We've got. Uh, so I want to ask you: Are the White Sox bad because guaranteed rate isn't a dome and the weather's too bad? I don't buy that one either because the weather's helped the White Sox this year. <laughs> I, uh, I, I honestly, they played better in the rain. What? Keep bringing the rain, man. We played better in the rain than we played uh, in in cool, nice right? weather. Yeah. So no, it's true. It's very true. We kicked the shit out of Robbie Ray. We kicked the shit out of the Angels. Yeah. Bring on the rain. Okay. So this is a fun one. It, uh, it, are the White Sox bad because CHGO launched their, their in the spring? Is that why? Wow. New player in town. Shitting on our guys here. Herb Lawrence and Sean Anderson. I don't know. I You might have to run that one by them. I I I feel uncomfortable answering this question. I like those guys. I like them too, but obviously they're they, a they started a program and now the socks are bad. The A plus B equals even, C. If you ask even me. though Vinny is else Chiefsy beef, I'm still convinced. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, are the White Sox bad because Jake Berger hasn't dropped a single like <laughs> like all good three but the third basemen are supposed to? What in the hell? <laughs> You're reading right now is hilarious. Um, you're saying that Jake Berger needs to come up with his own at bat song. Exactly. Is that what you're telling me? Exactly. So you know, all good third baseman like Yoan Moncada drop Jake, a hot ass fire ass single. Jake Berger has not done so. Jake Berger's fucking around a little bit with like being on his girlfriend's podcast or whatever. It's just not enough for me. He does. He needs. He needs a rap mixtape like Steve O back in the yes. day. I mean, look at. Look at Jake Berger. Look at me. We kind of, you know, take off the glasses. Oh, my God. Jake Berger. I'm you so sorry it? I was back talking you. Yeah, I'm so exactly. sorry. Don't talk You're shit. Good man. Good man. I have a high school mixtape. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I do. Jake Berger does not. He's kind of my doppelganger. You can't lie. Dude, it's it's not just it's not just true. It's facts. That's a that's a direct quote. You can you can quote me on that. He's a little now, bit he's a little bit thicker than me. But <laughs> yeah, but one way I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Shit, you motherfucker. Okay, so let me ask you this. Are the White Sox bad because the Mets are good? So the whole world is off its equilibrium. Ooh, no. I don't know. Is is it rules that of the Sons of Uribe that 
one is good. Only, one only one can be good at a time. There can only be one. I kind of feel that way. I don't know. Like, again, like this is all supernatural shit. Like this can't be real. So I'm coming up with reasons that aren't baseball related to explain this shit. Okay. So uh, let me ask you this. Uh, are the White Sox bad because we haven't called up Johnny Cueto yet? No, the White Sox are bad because you never keep your phone on silent during these <laughs> podcasts. Goodness gracious. No, it, it has more to do with them not sending Dallas Keuchel to Mars. <laughs> I like how you skip the moon. Just like get him out of here. Mars. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Are, are the White Sox bad because Herm Schneider isn't the yes, team? Absolutely, anymore? a thousand percent. White Sox never had this many injury issues with Herm Schneider as the trainer. I need those little legs moving again, man. Yeah. Tony LaRusso's waddle is not cutting it for me. I need the Herm Schneider. Really I gotta tell you, I loved how much a beer belly was in charge of taking care of everybody else. These pro athletes' health, like <laughs> you gotta be—I don't know—you gotta look the part. I think when you're a trainer, and Herm Schneider may not have, but he got the goddamn job done. So yes, he did. All right, so White Sox are bad. Is it because the attendance is down and it's actually the fans' fault? Although the attendance was great this weekend. Yeah, I'm not buying that at all. <laughs> you can't blame the fans, Steve? Come on. No, I'm one of them. That's I'm actually one of the fans that shows up to games. I'm like, I'm finally showed. You finally showed up. It took almost a whole month of baseball to finally get you out to one. <laughs> and free shit. And free shit. Oh, that's right. Uh, Did you get a sweatshirt, by the way? Oh, uh, good for you. I'm kind of ashamed. I, I cut in line to get it. So <sighs> you're I know. such a dick. I, I, well, look, it was kind of an honest mistake. I, I walked up off the, off the uh, red line and I saw a line that was like wrapping around the block, like right across the, right across, uh, shields. So you cross shields or whatever. And like, there was a line already. And I was like, mm -hmm. there's no way that's the line to get into the gate five. There's no way. So I walked past it and like walked all the way up. And by the time I could see it was definitely the line to get into gate five. I was like, oh, shit, I am not walking the whole block back. And my dad was like, let's just snake honest here. mistake. Sure. Guess honest, who else was an honest, honest mistake? <laughs> guess who else was an honest mistake? Oh, Lord, Clark the Cub. Clark oh, the no. Cub. He was an honest oh. mistake. Okay, okay, okay. Enough of that. So I want to, I want to ask you: Are the White Sox bad? If the White Sox are bad. Is it because Tom Skilling has been giving us bad weather? Tom Skilling is is giving us bad weather. Is that why? I mean, at that point, you just might as well blame God. <laughs> That's the same thing as blaming Tom Skilling. He, Tom he, Skilling controls he controls the weather in Chicago, as far as I'm concerned. Was it was his brother who ran the Enron scandal? Jesus, then. <laughs> Tough. Yikes. <laughs> I need to I, I need to go to confession. Yeah, after that one, you do. You do. You can't Yikes. come on. I, I already shit. got my guy Yumper here already about to chastise me for my comments. So <laughs> okay. Well, I gotta ask you this. The White Sox are bad. Is it because the Astros cheated? Let's just blame them and like we always do. There's no real reason for that, but the Astros cheated. Let's blame them for this. Oh, of course. Of course. I, oh, the Astros are always to blame. Fuck the, Astros. Fuck the Astros. Fuck them. Fuck them. Okay, well, yeah, the Sox are bad. Um, now, this is the real one. This is the real RIP. Is it because Jerry killed our goose out in right field? Absolutely. Absolutely. The goose brought so many positive vibes, ladies and gentlemen. And now I have to go down to the basement. 
for mm-hmm. really good beer. Yep. Yep. You, you used to be able to just walk up onto the concourse and it was all right there for you. Just like right, the right section there. 110 bar has some okay beer. I think they might have gumball head there, which I can live with. But I want something a little bit more unique up on the 100 level. And I got to go all the way down to the whatever they're calling it. The Line and Kugel's Craft Cave Lodge, whatever. Line and so, Kugel's Losers. Which is also a corporate beer. You know, corporate fan here, so I shouldn't be complaining about corporate beer. How many Miller Lights did you pound during the game? So you must have liked it it enough to pound them. I was drinking 312 in the parking lot. So I was pretty pretty content on Saturday with that way. Shout out to Joel Brand, by the way, who's in the comments. Joel, happy to see you here, man. Hey, and he called the game yesterday. Joe Brand uh, jumped on the... Oh, that's uh, right, Joe, Joe Brand usually does the Blackhawks games, but he came on and did play-by-play for the White Sox. Thank you, Joe. This is the um, guy who's been on our podcast? Oh, no, no, no. Wrong, no, no, wrong no, no. Joel Joe. Brand. Joe. Joel oh, Brand. That's, yeah, right. that's actually my bad. My bad. Joel Brand. Joel Brand. Hey, how are you from Minnesota? Um, <laughs> wanted to make you feel comfortable with the hey, how are you? Uh, so that's pretty much all I had. M- minus my, you know, shitty reading skills here, Steve. How do you feel about uh, running through those those uh reasons that the white was, Sox that was are- great that was great some of those some of those are pre- pretty pretty shitty reasons tom i can't lie uh but other of those <laughs> i can get behind fault. we can all agree it's the astros fault it's the bad juju oh, rob manfred's fault fuck rob manfred i'm I, you know what i gotta i gotta end on this and by saying this my guy adam is absolutely correct offense around the league is down manfred messing with the ball again yep. yes Fuck this guy. Like, yeah, it, it, does he just want to completely ruin baseball? Because if that's his goal, he's really good at achieving his goal. He's really good at fucking him. He doesn't give a shit about baseball. He was laughing when he canceled games, bro. He doesn't give a shit about baseball. It's just absolutely infuriating, especially when your team is built around the long ball. Yeah. Your team is built around just absolutely mashing the baseball. Oh, yeah. So look, like they literally sold us the product saying like, oh, MLB, th- this is what we want. We want long balls we want home runs that's what mlb said for the last fucking six seven years he's like we can get as many home runs as possible that'd be great we spent six seven years building a ball club that just hits dingers and then as soon as we have a year that we're ready to hit bombs for days he deadens the fucking baseball go fuck yourself rob manfred that's that's unbelievable i know how damn dare you you're worse than whole foods you're worse than He's up there. Yep. Yep. Isn't Whole Foods owned by Amazon too? Yeah. It is. Yes. Fucking Jeff Bezos. Tom, address this live comment right here that we've got from our buddy Joel as we wrap this thing up. Oh, shit. Uh, playoff playoff preview. Get out of here with the playoff preview. You know, twins making the playoffs. Love you. Um, I, I would absolutely love to chat with you. Like, when's the next twin series? God damn. I think they're coming in July. They got to be. We got to be playing them sooner than that, right? But whenever, whenever we play the Twins, we we yeah, we'll have to do a White Sox Twins preview with our guy Joel. Joel Brand, he's listening. He's he's up here again, ready to ready to talk Twins because they're good. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joel just signed back in to give a shit about the White Sox and to talk about the Twins. I don't now, remember uh, 2021, but uh... <laughs> I I I. Re- I, I I need the White Sox to turn this around because the last thing I need is Joel coming on our podcast and telling us, oh, I saw it from day one, Byron Buxton, yada, yada. Even though I've said it before, I've said it before, best player in baseball when he's healthy. Byron? Who? Byron? Byron. Oh, jeez. Yep. Jerry didn't want Manfred as the commish. Uh, Makes sense why he would try to sabotage the White Sox. 
Hey, fuck Jerry and fuck Rob Manfred. Fuck them all, man. Fuck They're all painful. The worst. In okay. Oh, oh, I was gonna say in Hasbulo we trust, right, Tom? Or is it somebody else that in we trust? <laughs> well, I was gonna before we get oh, there, wrong, I wanted wrong, to be wrong. like that guy right Do there. Do you have any final thoughts, my guy? I mean, I don't know if I trust Anon anymore. So I, I'm going to keep Has until the White Sox go on a winning streak. Um, I'm going to keep Hasbula as my uh, my background on these podcasts. They get you want winning record until the White Sox turn it into a winning record. It's going to be Hasbula right here. Hasbula <laughs> He's the only thing that can bring my mood up right now. I can't have any White Sox related backgrounds, any ballpark related backgrounds, any podcast related backgrounds. It's going to have to be Hasbula on the live live stream here. Uh, well, uh, not only do I love that, I respect that. Um, and so let me set you up. Uh, yeah. In Hasbulo, we trust. <laughs> Jerry can... No, no, no. You, you want to hit me with the actual... I'm not ready for that. On we trust. The twins could suck my left knot. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Brand. We love you, my guy. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Unbelievable.